0: Hello again ladies and gentlemen, Goes Nobody here, ready to bring you Chapter 15 of Hunter Hunted, my very first trek into the AVP and indeed fanfiction universe. Do hope you've been enjoying this little trek back through the old school Hunter Hunted, back from all those years ago, given a new lease of life with my totally unsexy Welsh voice, and I do hope that you'll continue to uh, stay with me as I bring it back to life chapter by chapter. Obviously if you can leave me feedback any way you can through either fanfiction.net or archive own dot org. I'd be most appreciative. Obviously you just mark it with podcasts so that way I know exactly what one's being reviewed. And um any any little little bit helps and I do obviously do appreciate it. So for now this is Ghost Nobody, welcoming you to Hunter Hunted. Oh, and the usual legal disclaimer I don't own anything to do with AVP, that's all their own studios, so I just own sexy huntresses, and I always will. Let's get on with the show. Chapter 15, Together as One Jack woke up from a rather vivid dream of being back on Earth. He'd been walking hand in hand with Tick on a beach in the Maldives. It felt so real that he could actually have smelt the salt and felt the spray from the sea. Suddenly he realised that Tick was no longer laid on top of him like she was last night. His heart almost skipped a beat till he felt the weight of her head on his chest and her rough arms wrapped around his waist. Opening his eyes and looking down he realised she'd rolled off him and snuggled up to his side while she was laid on on his back. He smiled at the massive huntress as she clung to his midriff. She was such an amazing contrast in personality. On one hand she was this amazingly powerful and deadly Ejuda Huntress with more than enough strength and raw power to tear him and anyone else who stood in her way in half. On the other she was this amazingly vulnerable and sensitive woman. He couldn't help feel that he was the one lucky enough to have seen both sides of her even to make him feel the luckiest man alive. To have won the love of this amazing woman he must have done something right but now a thought occurred to him that made him spectacularly happy, but at the same time worried. They were life-mates now. That meant they would be together for the rest of their lives. That wasn't the part that worried him, however, because he couldn't imagine any other woman who had ever pledged his life war on her to. But where would they go now? It'd be no way he could go back to Earth with her in tow. He didn't seriously think her clan would accept her back now, as she'd taken an old man as her mate got the distinct feeling that Tick to have done what she'd done would be a massive dishonour on her, herself and in the eyes of her clan he figured that at best they'd exile her and that's if they didn't just kill her and him outright then another thought swam into his mind and it made him smile again he gently stroked the dreadlocks of his sleeping huntress on his chest, he really didn't care where they went as long as she was at his side they had to be nomads from then on, so be it. For together, they were unstoppable. Tickelleth fought her body as it tried to pull her out of a wonderful dream she was having. She and Ak were involved in a glorious hunt in the jungles of Newselia Prime. They'd just brought down a Vlexor lizard and were both currently standing over the top of their kill, deciding on what trophy to take. But eventually her body won, and she opened her eyes to find she had a rather nice close-up view of the scars on Axe's torso. She couldn't resist the urge to reach up and stroke his scars and his skin. But then again, why wouldn't she? He was her life mate now. She had fully claimed this beautiful woman as hers, and he had fully claimed her as his. She reached up and began to run her clawed fingers over his stomach. She traced her fingertips along each of his scars. As no, she did, she thought about what her life meant now. What she'd done last night would have fully disgraced her in the eyes of her clan. The best she could hope for was exile from the clan. And she would be stripped of her accomplishments and her family disgraced in front of the entire clan. She would be blanded, a race traitor, and most likely killed along with Ack for what she had done. But just as the thought began to fill her mind with dread... She felt Ack's soft hand glide over her side. She felt his other hand gently begin to stroke her predlocks. And then something else hit her. Ack could also no longer go home to his people either, as his people didn't even know the other races existed as a whole. So it wasn't like she could go with him to his world and claim him as her life mate in front of his parents, as her traditions dictated. She felt him reach down and gently kiss her on the top of her head and he heard his she heard his voice in a very soft whisper you are the guardian and protector of my heart takaelith i'll go wherever you choose to go i'll be at your shoulder protecting the most important thing in my life i would give up my world and give up my clan for you takaelith because you are my world and you are my clan now he said softly takaelith's heart felt like it was going to explode with joy She'd never imagined in her life that a male would be capable of such words and ideals of such sheer beauty, let alone that she would have chosen him as her life mate. But here she was, and now her choice was clear to her, as the morning sun. Once she had her proud warrior of her life mate had defeated these bad porks, she would take her life mate and start a new life far from the rules and regulations of her selfish clan. In his words, he would be her clan now, and she would be his. As Jack continued to stroke Tick's dreads on the side of her head, he felt her stroking his chest and his stomach. He felt that there was this tenseness in her. He had been feeling what was causing it, so he decided to try and put her fears to rest as best he could, and whispered his feelings into her ear. As soon as he did, she lifted her head and took hold of his chin gently with her hands. She proceeded to look right into his eyes and he felt himself getting lost in the bright purple eyes of his beautiful huntress. No one has ever spoken words of such beauty to me, Ack. You too are the guardian of my heart as I give it to you and no one else and I accept your proposal, she said. Then as he watched she rose up off him and got into a kneeling position facing him. She reached out her hands towards him and he could see that she blatantly wanted him to take her hands. So he got to his knees on the bed in front of her, and allowed her to take his hands in hers. Though he had to marvel at how easily her hands drowned his. I, Tick-Eleth of the Shadowclaw clan, hereby renounce my clan, in the presence of the only living being that has ever truly cared for me, my life-mate Ack. I pledge myself and my honour to him, and to him alone. "'From this day forwards, I am Tick Elleth, proud huntress of the clan mason,' she said softly. "'Jack was totally astounded. "'This had to be some sort of to wedding ceremony. "'He'd never been so flattered and honoured in his life. "'He knew what her clan meant to her, "'so for her to totally renounce it and attempt to take his family name was incredible. "'He knew that he had to give her a response.' Because he could actually see the pleading in her eyes. But he had to get this right. He realised rank and honour and super important to her people. So he felt he had to make sure he worded this just right. Plus this followed on with his feeling for her. After he'd presented her with Sandy's ring. And she'd given him one from her predlocks. So holding an actual Yejuta wedding after a very human engagement. Only seemed right. Taking a deep breath, Jack began. I, Jack of the proud Uman clan mason, in my role of patriarch of said clan, do hereby accept the proud Yejuta huntress, Tick Elth, into my clan, and bestow upon her the honour of my clan name. You are now and forever shall be Tick Elth, proud matriarch huntress of the clan mason he said in a loud and proud voice. Granted, he did feel that it was supremely cheesy, and he did feel a right wally kneeling her naked as the day he was born saying it, but he knew that his acceptance of her was important to her. And he also knew that he'd have happily danced naked in a hall full of people if it had made her happy. But as it turned out, his words hit the full bullseye, with tick, and she carried more weight with her than anything. As he looked at the way a pure look of joy spread across her face that was very real, she threw her arms around him and pulled him into the tightest of hugs that he could have endured without his bones breaking. Thank you, Ack. Thank you, you have accepted me. I promise I will serve our clan proudly, she said softly in his ear, and he could actually hear the roar emotion in her voice. It sounded crackly and choked. The mental image of a Yejuta crying swam into his head. I instantly dismissed it. He then reached down and lifted her head up to face him and looked straight into her happy bright purple eyes. No, thank you, Tikalath, for making me the happiest and luckiest woman alive when you chose me to be your life mate, he said softly. She smiled broadly at him. As you made me when you claimed me to be yours back in the cave of the Kiermande, she said. He then, she leaned into her face and she opened her mandibles for him to kiss her. His lips pressed to her mouth and instantly allowed him access. As his tongue slipped into her mouth, hers immediately coiled around his and started to dance with him. Her hands went to his sides and began to stroke his skin. And she felt the fire starting to smoulder in her as they kissed. And given that suddenly she smelt an earthy musk in the air that sent her brain fuzzy. Seemingly she wasn't the only one beginning to smolder. She broke the passionate kiss and looked right into his now burning bright sapphire eyes and was filled with an instant desire to submit herself to him, as he had done for her. Mate with me, my love, she said in a rather breathless voice. He leaned in and nuzzled her in the sight of her face. You know, we women's know it by a very different name. I think it's more appropriate in this case, he said softly. She looked at him curiously. We call it making love, and yes, my love, I will happily make love to you, he said in a passion-filled voice. All Tick could do was purr loudly in response. These humans really did have such beautiful ways in expressing their love. Jack moved forwards and began to kiss Tick's neck. She lifted her head up, loving the feeling of his kisses on her skin. Then, with a fair bit of grace, Jack was able to turn her, push her over onto her back on the bed. The big huntress lay there looking up at her male as he moved himself over her. Instead of taking her like she'd inspected, he started to kiss her skin again. He moved his kisses along over her shoulder and slowly down onto her chest. One of his hands began to caress her right breast while his kissed his way onto her left, making her already erect nipple into his mouth. He vigorously began to suck it and nip it with his teeth. He could hear a tick hissing and purring in pleasure above his head. And his hands found his way down onto his head and began to move through his hair caressing his whole head. Resting his weight on the huntress's body, he was able to move his other hand down her stomach and between her thighs. Gently, he trailed his fingertips over the inside of her thighs, tickling the sensitive skin there as he teased her by bringing his right hand up back to her womanhood for moving away again and then back down her leg. He could feel her frustration in tick building as she arched and moved and ached for his touch on her most intimate treasure. Finally, just when he thought she may burst, he slipped his hand onto her and let his fingers trail over her rapidly swelling lips feeling the amazing softness of them in contrast to her rough skin on the rest of her body. He straightway noticed her clit rising up proudly up out of her between her soaking wet lower lips. He quickly caught it between his fingers and gently pitched it and between his forefinger and thumb. This caused Tick to give a roar of pleasure and also began to buck her hips upwards, actually lifted him clean off the bed. After rolling it between his finger and thumb for a minute, while he greedily sucked on her nipples, he slowly pressed it under his thumb, where he slid two of his fingers into her aching entrance and began to feel the tight, burning, hot inner walls of his beautiful female. She growled loudly as his fingers entered her and began to buck her hips to try and force them deeper inside. He obliged and pushed them in as deep as they would go before beginning to withdraw and push them back in in a pistoning motion. Her hips began to move in time with his actions, and so did her loud moans of pleasure. Then slowly, he began to kiss his way down her toned, firm stomach. After a series of kisses on her rough skin, he reached his goal. Instead of pulling his fingers from her, he kept them inside her. While removing his thumb and soon her clit sprung up and took it straight into his mouth and began to suck on it. The effect this had on Tick was intense. She slammed her hips into his face and let out a full howl of pleasure. Oh, Ack! she wailed as the pleasure bombarded her brain. Then quickly gripped, she gripped his head and pulled it up from her. If you, you keep doing that, I'll release, she stammered in a passion-filled and totally pleasure-addled voice. He smiled broadly. Then release, my love, he said calmly. But, 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 she stammered. Just relax and enjoy, my love, he said and returned his head to her aching womanhood, taking her clit back into his mouth. True to her words, only moments later Tick gave an almighty roar of pleasure. She screamed his name to the heavens. As she did, a jet of her love juices shot straight into his waiting mouth. He quickly cleaned her up with his tongue licking all around her swollen lower lips, sliding his tongue inside her for a quick taste around her burning slick inner walls, before kissing his way back up her body till he was face to face with her. I I, I wanted to release with you, my love, she stammered breathlessly. He leaned in and kissed her all over the sides of her mandibles, gently running his tongue over her tusk like teeth at the ends of each one and you still can my love I'm not done with you yet he purred softly into her ear sending a shiver of expectation down her spine and slowly he moved down until his head was aligned with her breasts and his raging manhood was aligned with her most lower parts he moved her legs wide apart so he nestled comfortably between them and then with a powerful thrust he slid his throbbing manhood fully into her sopping wet and totally aching hole the feeling had been totally enveloped in her wonderful liquid heat was indescribable and he groaned into her chest as he felt her clamp her muscles down on him she groaned and growled low, loudly as she felt her male push himself fully into her core she pushed herself up onto her elbow so she could look into the eyes of her male as he took her. Currently they were closed and she drank in the wonderful sensations of her body she was creating in him as she gripped him tightly inside her. Then just as she began to move and thrust in and out of her he opened them and what could only be described as a look of pure desire and love swimming around in those bright blue sapphire pools he called eyes. His eyes met hers as he continued to thrust into her body and she growled at the intense pleasure returned to her now and joined by the truly indescribable feeling of her male twitching and throbbing inside her as the tip of his manhood scraped and pulled at her folds causing to growl and moan with every single thrust. Quickly he built up a steady and powerful rhythm as he thrust into her. Then he did something surprising. He kneeled back onto his haunches and lifted her legs up pulling them upwards and onto his shoulders. This caused her bum and womanhood to change position, and when he thrust into her now with a loud wet slap of his thighs hitting her buttocks, his male had touched a totally different part inside her, along its path to her womb, and it also seemed to find a spot of immense pleasure along her inner walls towards her stomach. This caused tick to flare her mandibles and cry out in heavenly pleasurable. This woman and mate of hers certainly knew how to make his female feel like a goddess. Submitting to him was the best decision of her life. His thrusts became deeper and more powerful. The sheer pleasure turned every cognitive thought to complete and utter mush. Now all her brain contained was sensations of his long, throbbing shaft forcing its way into her, pushing her walls out of the way before scraping its way back out. out of knew she couldn't hold on any longer, as yet another of those bombs of pleasure readied itself inside her. Ach, please, release with me, she begged, the male stroking his face. He desperately needed to feel his delicious essence filling her again, and she didn't have to wait for his answer, because at that moment she felt an immense burst of heat and liquid pleasure shoot into her core, and it triggered her own release. Jack roared tick's name to the heavens, slamming his malehood to the hilt, sent of an entire load of his seed into her hungry womb. At the same time, she flared her mandibles and screamed his name as loud as she could, roaring loudly at the end as his release blew her mind into a tini- million tiny pieces. Her orgasm tore through her like a firestorm. At that moment, she had her hands on his shoulders, Now she involuntarily dug her claws into his shoulder tops, drawing tails of blood down his back. Jack never felt a thing, though, as right at that moment his mind was one big mush of feelings, being caused by his manhood being gripped so tightly he couldn't move it, and being milked vigorously for every drop of his essence. As soon as the apex passed, they both collapsed onto her, onto the bed. Tick's legs slid down either sides of him, before they had a chance to move, she wrapped them around his waist and locked him in place, careful not to crush him with her mighty strength, but considering her mind was totally blown to pieces, it was slightly difficult. But she was going to keep her male in the place where he belonged as long as she could, in her arms, in her body, in her heart and in her soul. For right now they were one, one being, one flesh, one heart and one mind a being of pure and total love and pleasure. After a rest, they both basked in the post-coital bliss as the other had decided to get up and have something to eat. Well, that was until Jack actually stood up and realised what a mess his muscles were. It seemed that loving a Yajuta female in the most natural way wasn't so easy on the human male body, especially if that body was still injured from conflict and been running on adrenaline the whole time. He doubled over as the pain rocked through him. The second she noticed her male waver, Tick was by his sides, her hands on his shoulders, and sighed, "Ack, are you all right?" She asked with obvious concern in her voice. He nodded slowly. "Sorry, my love. It seems that I'm a little sore from our nuptials. I think I just need to limber up and stretch the kinks out of these muscles of mine," he said. Tick eyed him curiously as he moved over to the part of the cave and began to stretch. Began mi- using a mixture of both yoga and martial arts stretches. And he did have an idea. He'd noticed Tick watching him curiously as he bent over and grabbed his legs, forcing the muscles to stretch out beyond what their limits should have been. Would you care to join me, my love? He asked curiously. She looked up, surprised and curious at the same time. I know so no such poses or exercises, she said, and he beckoned her over with his hand. She moved over to him. ''That's okay. I can show you some. I'm just sure that you know some form of Yujuta fighting styles. Surely they have some moves that could brace the body ready for combat?'' he said. She thought on this for a moment before nodding. She had studied under her grandfather who had been one of the most celebrated unarmed fighters in her clan. He had always said that the body was a weapon in itself needed to be maintained properly or it would malfunction when you needed it the most.'' So this seemed like a rather a good idea. For the next hour it was like a martial art cultural exchange. Jack showed tick moves to keep her body supple and free and she showed him what the Yajuta did to the same effect. And after they were totally limber and his muscles felt great Jack grinned as an idea struck him. Okay, next up I'm going to show you something we humans use to repair and free up locked muscles. So I need you to lie down on your front on the bed he said. Tim looked up at him curiously but did as he was asked, as she was asked laying down with her arms crossed under her head. Jack climbed up onto the bed his original plan was to kneel beside her but because of her size it turned out easier to straddle her bum and hips and work from there. Tick looked over her shoulder at him curiously well she did until Jack began to massage her muscles deeply and then her eyes began to flutter with as the joy and pleasure of what he was doing hit her. They closed of their own accord and she began to purr involuntarily. Jack found that massaging Tick's back and shoulders was like working on solid steel. But he delighted in the amazing feel of her skin as he pushed into the muscles hidden underneath, forcing blood vessels to open up and cause her skin to heat up. She was purring loudly as he moved his hands over her shoulders and he worked his fingers into the gaps deeply trying to get the knots out. It was clear that she hadn't ever had anything done like this to her before because he could feel the knots the size of fists in both her back and her shoulders as he worked. And slowly, once he'd done her back and shoulders, it was the turn of her lower half. It was already hard enough for him to keep his mind in check and stop himself from getting aroused while touching the naked body of the woman he loved, while being naked himself. But turning around and having a major close-up of Tick's amazing rear end was threatening to push him really far over the edge, especially as he now had to massage it. The seconds his hands touched those glorious orbs of hers, the purr intensified tenfold, and that was like music to both his heart and to his loins. But he forced himself to remain in control, and he worked his way down those amazing toned legs of hers, right down to her massive feet. Then he got the shock of his life, as he began to massage the soles of Tick's feet, Tick began to make a very unusual noise, flicking her feet. It took him a moment to realise that she was ticklish, and this was actually a juta form of giggling. Tick had no idea what her beloved ak was doing, but it felt absolutely incredible. She could feel her hands forcing muscles apart, and she could feel a heap rushing into him as his hands worked. As he worked over her back and then up to her shoulders, she began to feel better than she ever had. Well, except for when she'd done some certain beautiful acts, women's delightfully called lovemaking. But then when she felt his hands massaging her behind it, it became hard for her to maintain her focus. A lot of amazing imagery flooded her mind and she began to fight the rising heat back. As intimate as this act was, it wasn't about that and she didn't want to lose it and pounce on him. and As much as she knew... He wouldn't object or mind. But then as he made his way down to her feet, suddenly she found herself full on laughing. She didn't know why, as he felt his fingers tracing away around the soles of her feet. It just burst out of her like a bomb going off. Before she knew it, she was in fits. When he he finished, she turned over and found her mate kneeling there, showing her his warrior's teeth, obviously amused at this, and she instantly returned his smile. Your turn now, my mate," she said, and he nodded. Now it was her turn to try and touch her mail in the most beautiful and delightful way. As she raised up, she suddenly realized that her body never felt as light like this. It was light as the air. Whatever this amazing thing that Uman's did, made her feel incredible. She severely hoped that she was not one off, and besides, it was a wonderful excuse to feel her mail touch her all over before being able to touch him back too. Tick's movements were far less precise than his but he'd learned the skill when he was just a kid doing both ninjutsu and jujitsu. It was a skill well learned as one of his sisters was a dancer and was constantly getting leg injuries that only he seemed to be able to sort out. So he'd had years of experience on her but Tick in typical yujuta or maybe it was just typical Tick fashion threw herself into it and although she straddled his hips, she kept the majority of her weight off him, and into her legs. But to his light, she did sit on him a bit. He had to admit he loved the feeling of her weight bearing down on him. Now he felt her hands working into his muscles, and he felt the knots releasing as she worked up and down him. Then she got to the soles of his feet, and the exact same thing that happened to her happened to him. He wound up collapsing into fits of giggles, and she was able to get her revenge by tickling him. "'by the time both of them were laughing together. "'After they were done, Tick-Aleth looked at her mate. "'What was that which we just did together, my love?' she asked. "'It was called a massage, "'used to free up damaged and stiff muscles "'and to get blood back into them to speed up healing. "'Between couples or mates like ourselves, "'it's also a nice way to express your love for one another "'in a rather intimate way,' he said softly. She smiled at this. This was going into her diary. She wanted to document this wonderful woman practice. If someday it was read by another female Yejuta. May help to sway them towards taking one of these beautiful creatures as their mate and to break free of the shackles that their clan had imposed on them. Maybe the key to a love revolution lay in something as simple as this delightful practice because the Yujuta had nothing even remotely as wonderful or as intimate as this. If her words found their way into the mind of one, even slightly curious female, it might be enough to push her to seek it for herself. And oh, what a wonderful train of awakening and discovery awaited her. She was going to document every little detail of her, and her love, making it so he didn't do it, nothing ever would. As he prepared breakfast for them, Jack kept flicking his attention to Tick, who was frantically scribbling in her diary. She had been internally focused for about an hour. She was like a woman possessed, trying to capture every little detail before they slipped out of her mind. He grinned as he watched her. He got the feeling that life being married to a Yejuta woman was going to be rather interesting, to say the least. But it also made him smile. There were so many things they could teach each other, and so much for them both to learn together about each other. He sighed happily as he watched the woman he loved scribble away. He had to admit that he never looked forward to something so much in his life, because no matter where he went now, she would follow, and vice versa. From now on, he was one part of an unbreakable team, and nothing made him happier. That, ladies and gentlemen, was chapter 15 of Hunter Hunted. Do hope you've been enjoying this little trek through the AVP universe, seeing Tick and Jack growing together as a couple, learning to what what they are to each other, and how to be together, there's two totally beings, totally different beings, I should say, just learning what makes them similar and what makes them different, and learning how that can mesh them together. It was a lot of fun to write this the first time around, even though I was kind of unskilled at it at the time. but I've got to be honest, I do enjoy just rereading this and remembering that feeling that Jack and Tick gave me all those years ago and even now to this day when I'm writing Hybrid Wars, still I get that kind of feeling of nostalgia and deep sense of love I suppose you could say for the two characters that I created I do hope you'll still stay with me and continue on this journey of Tick's and Jack's discovery as they learn how to be, not just together, but how to fight together live together and love together So, for now, this is Ghost Nobody signing off and saying